Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hour number two of the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan live at Eagles Nest hey, in Fort Worth yo. on this Friday night NCAA tournament night where Fairleigh Dickens is trying to pull off the upsets against Purdue in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, my man Rigo Mendoza holding it down for you in our DFWsecurity.com studios. Don't we have are, them Zooms on, or sorry, the Twitch on and everything. That's right. Twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. Also on YouTube, 105 to the Fan on YouTube. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned the fact that I'm wearing the scarf right now. Oh, you are wearing the scarf. I knew it was going to be a good night when yep. you showed up. Now mm-hmm. it's going to be a great night. Now. Just for you. Just I appreciate yep. that, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All we need is the candle, and then we'd be all the way. Ain't no it. candles. No, nah, no, no candles tonight. Nope. Uh, appreciate you joining us. However and wherever you may be listening to us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, the truckred.com text line, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation with 30 seconds left, Bobby Belt, our Dallas Cowboys insider, is watching – Hardly breathing as Purdue is trying to hold off. Turn or your, trying turn to your come camera. Back. Turn oh your camera so the people can see gosh. it. Because uh, as our friend Eric, Chef Eric said, and he's very right, uh-huh. nothing's funnier than uh-huh. a sad Bobby Bell. Say hello to the people. Hello. Up? In <laughs> fact, and his, his beard has gotten to a really good place too. So he he looks and he's got the soda body starting to form. Like he looks very good, but also very uh, downtrodden. And it is hilarious. I mean, I would be too if I was about to watch what my second Final Four team in as many days. They're in the title for me. Nasty business. Oh, that's why would you nasty do such work, a thing? Bro. Because I'm, I suck. That's why. I'm glad that you said wow, that, Rodrigo. Man. If you could go ahead and clip that for me, send it to me. <laughs> I need it as a ringtone. Nobody hates me as much as me, and uh, right now I really hate me. This is this is upsetting. See, but you take your self-deprecation to like another level, like almost unhealthy levels at times. I'd be concerned about you. <sighs> is that is that a valid? As concern? long as it doesn't turn into alcohol, I'm good actually. But it does on occasion. Alcohol him. would feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the wife and the kids back at the house. Oh then. my gosh, <laughs> um, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, as we try to take your mind off of what's about to happen in Columbus, Ohio, here. Did they just turn the ball over? By the way, is that what happened? Bobby here? is sick. He is sick. You listen. You hear him? He is sick. Over I, I don't understand. They were dribbling, and then all of a sudden, play stopped, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you look at this 163-inch right, TV. Yeah. Purdue's got the ball. I know, but it was unclear. It was unclear why play stopped. And they kept showing a replay of somebody falling. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Do you want to talk about the Cowboys or do you want to talk more about this? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the Cowboys. I mean, it's I'm, I mean, not, nearly, I'm not nearly drunk enough to talk yeah, about I, this. I got a quote. Okay. Actually, I got a quote. Quote. Sources have told 105 through the fan that hey, DeAndre Hopkins would welcome a trade to the Cowboys and he's willing to make financial concessions 
in order to achieve that end. That came from the latest piece from our very own Bobby Belt at Bobby Belt. Robert TX Eugene Belt. On Twitter. Cameron, not Eugene. Uh, titled, Let's Make a Deal. Cowboys are open to trading a wide receiver, but at what cost? And it sounds like the cost, Bobby Belt, is not high enough, or excuse me, low enough for them to make a move on the wide receiver from Arizona. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they look at it this way. Regardless of who you bring in here, CeeDee Lamb's your number one wide receiver. And there's going to be a lot of times in this West Coast offense where the tight end is going to be one of the primary reads. Oh, he said, get that out of here, bro. And Ooh. I think the way they view it is, why do we want to give up capital? Why do we want to give up serious capital for what will ultimately be a number two receiver and oftentimes on progressions, the third read? And so I think they just look at it as, that's great. He's good. He's a good player. We take him for in certain circumstances, but we are not. We're not going to invest capital and money. We'll pay money for somebody. Yeah. We'll use draft capital on somebody. We will not do both, especially in the name of adding a number two wide receiver. And so that's why it would have to be, I think, in order to make one of these deals for Hopkins or somebody else like that, it'd have to be similar to the deal they just got with Stephon Gilmore, where it's basically a six that's the very back of the fifth round. Yeah. And it's no new money. It's no new contract. Okay, so here's where I have a hard time squaring this, Bobby. I would like to ISO, but I feel like I just can't. I don't have anywhere to go. No, it's okay. okay. It's fairly Dickinson doing So imagine that I said ISO, everybody. It's not really as fun. ISO! Thank you. I appreciate that. DeAndre Hopkins is going to make less money than what Amari Cooper was going to get paid over the final couple of years of his deal. Okay. He's willing to make financial concessions in order to make things work to be a member of this team. Now, now I will add financial concession. Let's be clear about what that could mean. That could mean just not demanding a new contract. That could be playing under what you're on. Okay. So that, that could mean – I just want – like, I, I don't know the specifics of what sure. it is, but that in and of itself could be considered a concession. If he sure. says, I, I don't have guaranteed money here after the back end, that playing on this is, is a concession. But we're still talking about a receiver that on average is going to make about $17.5 million yep. over the next couple of years. Yep. So we're not talking about large money here for this particular receiver. Why in your mind is this not a move – given all of the positives, it seems, based on what DeAndre Hopkins is going to bring you, because if you extrapolate his numbers out for a full 17-game season, we're talking about a receiver that would have been a top-five wide receiver numbers-wise in the league again. Why is it this a move, given what we think is a, quote, win-now nature for this team, given what the Cowboys are? I, I think that, first off, even though DeAndre Hopkins is very good, I think it's clear he is on the back end of his career. He is in a period of decline. Um, it's still a good player. It's still a really good receiver, but he, he is not the guy he was four years ago. Um, my gosh. Oh, it's about to happen. It's a wrap. It's, it's about to happen. He just airballed uh, a three. Nasty business. Fairly Dickinson is 7.6 seconds away from pulling off a historic upset over um, Purdue. Anyway, let's talk about I'm mm -hmm. going to just push this as tight as I can so okay. I can't hear anything. Okay. In fact, okay. I'm going to turn up I these I love headphones. that people, wow. people don't, wow. can't see what you're talking about, know, right? so there's a lot of implications that you could have Fairly Dickinson is going to win this game and Correct. ruin my bracket sure. in a, just in aggressive ways. You ruin it some more? Um, yeah. In to be other fair, ways, you ruined your bracket. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that they ain't tell you to pick this, Purdue. This is all very speculative <laughs> with – the, the DeAndre Hopkins stuff, mm -hmm. where it's like, wow, they wouldn't even give up a second-round pick for him. Or to, this is not an instance of it's sitting there on the table and they're saying no. This right. is They're not engaging. They haven't engaged the Cardinals at all on it. Okay. And it's one of those things where 
DeAndre Hopkins can be amenable to certain things. That doesn't mean the Cardinals are going to be amenable to things. They may say we want a one or we want a two or whatever else. And so because of that, I think that it's incredibly difficult to just boil it down to this is all on the Cowboys if they don't make a move because you've got to have a dance partner. Right. No, I hear you there. Um, Speaking now, of, uh, of dancing. Purdue what, no longer doing so. Oh, you're going to just turn your back to the TVs? Yeah. Don't right. no worry. There's oh, still one within right. your yeah, view right there. Yes, right there. sir. No, because I'm going to look right here. Oh, okay. TVs all over the place out here at 8455 Boat Club Road in Fort Worth. It is the Eagle's Nest. where we yes. are. I'm having a ball. It's Bobby a Belt, spot. not nearly as much. Uh, but, Bobby, in discussing the – you know, potential of a move for um, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. It did feel like, and you did a great job on a G-Bag kind of talking about this, it feels like they are kind of in a place where they do not want to overpay for that wide receiver, like in any way, shape, or form. Right. While they understand that they do need that additional pass catcher. Mm-hmm. And it's odd to me because this is an organization that has shown a willingness to overpay for in-house, but simply not, you know, out-of-house mm. prospects. Yep. Um, is some of this because the Cowboys do not believe what I think I have come to believe, which is that you kind of need two number one caliber wide receivers to compete at a high level in this league? Yeah, I don't think they believe that. Okay. Um, and I'm not saying they're right, but I, I don't sure. think I don't think they believe that's necessary. I think they believe this is a number two receiver, whoever is coming in here, and do we want to give up capital and money for essentially a number two receiver, especially when we've already invested money in Michael Gallup and we're hoping he bounces back. And we've already got a third-round pick that we're not ready to give up on. I just don't think they then want to say, let's sacrifice capital on a team that clearly needs to get better than Mm -hmm. it was at the end of last season. Let's not sacrifice capital and cap space in the name of having a really good number two receiver. It is over in Columbus, Ohio. The number 16 seed, Fairleigh Dickinson University, takes out Purdue 63-63. 58. Purdue joins Virginia as a very unserious school. The second seed, the second number one seed in NCAA tournament history. Bro, they just lost to a team named Dickinson. To lose. What state is Fairleigh Dickinson in? In the round of 64. That's right. That is right. Fairleigh Dickinson has pulled off the upset. Head coach Tobin Anderson the other night said, we got a team. The more I watch on film, that we can beat this team. And you called him crazy. Look at you. Well, the way that he was looking and the way he was talking, he sounded like he was full of it. He was wrong. I was clearly wrong. They're not even fully Dickinson. They're just fairly Dickinson. That's a great point. Fantastic point, Robert. They're fairly winning tonight. They fairly won tonight as they take out Purdue. Fairly Dickinson University with the upset. Bro, that's like a 500 basketball team they just lost. (laughs) Bobby is sick. His, he is absolutely. Uh, any other any other comments you would like to make on this uh, contest here, Robert? Um, no. Well, that's embarrassing as hell, boy. Which, Ooh, what boy. Bobby picking him? No, or? Purdue, boy. Okay. Oh goodness! I know they got to be sick. Look at his sad faces walking off the floor. They he is so upset right now. Uh, Bobby is sick. Uh, Fairly Dickinson will take on the winner of Memphis and Florida Atlantic That'll in on Sunday. Shout out to Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers. We will see, but Fairly Dickinson moving on in the NC2A tournament. Bobby Bill, our Dallas Cowboys insider, joining us here on the Get Right. The Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Eric Chiafalo and Zach Wolchuk have made their the building as well. So let's spin this forward now. Obviously, first week of free agency in the books. Cowboys did some nice things this week, retaining Leighton Van Der Esch, Donovan Wilson. Yep. Obviously, trading for Stephon Gilmore. In your mind, what's next now? Is it full speed toward the draft? Are we still on Odell Beckham Jr. watch? 
or is this turning the page now looking forward to eight? I think they're just investigating contingencies, preparing for the second wave, guys who would be part of that second wave, Jonathan Hankins, Carlos Watkins, guys like that. Um, but in terms of anything on the outside, I think it's just going to be taking a look at, all right, who's, when the dust settles, who, who are we willing to pay, who do we like, who do we have positive evaluations on that are not in this overpaid first week of free agency? Um, and then, you know, cover your bases so that you're free to draft however you want, however the board falls. That's typically their MO. Uh, I mean, I think the, the Gilmore trade was great. I, I mean, that was something that, and I mentioned it. In, oh, Stefan, not yeah, Neville. Yeah, yeah, no, that's Gallimore. Uh, that's I, a great I, point. I think the Stefan Gilmore trade was one that was really, really good for them. And I mentioned it today when I was calling around talking to people this afternoon. When the Gilmore trade came up, yeah. Universally, it was like stunned he went for a fifth. More stunned there was no new money involved. Right, there was yeah. no new contract negotiated. That's wild that a guy would get traded out of there after the year he had and the credentials that he has that he can't get any new money out of it. They couldn't twist the Cowboys' arm to anything. And so that's the kind of thing I think they're looking for. When they, we talk about a receiver trade, they want that trade to show up. And if it doesn't, it's not like – hey, this is our plan is for this to fall to us. It's, no, we have this plan, but if this falls to us, we'll take it. Yeah. Is that they'll go into the trade market and have that. They'll, they'll play in those waters if it's just there for them. Right. But otherwise, they say, no, we've got our plan in place. It's not that. If that comes along, we will engage. That sounds so unrealistic, though, Bobby. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it is unrealistic. That's why it's <laughs> not their plan. And they're just sitting there as if it comes along. But Stephon Gilmore for almost a sixth sounded unrealistic. Yeah. Like I said, when you talk to people around the league, they universally thought, wouldn't have thought it would have been that low pick, wouldn't have thought he wouldn't have had new money. So yeah. no new money. So the fact that they got it done, it's happened. Now, you're going to strike gold twice in an offseason? Probably not. Uh, but I think that just tells you what their plan is. Their plan is go find a veteran that you like and then draft a dynamic pass catcher, whether it's a tight end or receiver, draft one in the top 100. I oh. kind of want to continue to poke KG when you start talking about dynamic pass catchers, but <laughs> I, was, I was fascinated when you started talking about the second wave of free agency for the Cowboys. I don't you know? want to tie it into 26 is what he's getting at. I That's don't, right. I, don't want I didn't want Fairleigh Dickinson to win, so we don't You don't always get what you want. That's right. Um, no, but you did mention Jonathan Hankins. Um, amongst other names at defensive tackle. And that's a place that clearly there were struggles with this past season, and it's a place that is necessary if what I imagine is being the case, which is they want this defense to be the front-facing portion of this team, um, for that solidification to be complete. What is their mindset on that? Is it, is it simply just bring back Hankins if you can and then everything is set, or is this something where they're planning on you know, putting assets there, whether it's money or draft capital? specifically one technique or defensive tackle in general? Defensive tackle in general, but one technique obviously is a big portion of So this. one technique, I think they, obviously Hankins would be part of that. Uh, I think they believe Watkins can play some of that. Mm. Watkins is pretty flexible. He can play inside, outside, and he, he does a decent job. You saw the run defense got much, much better with Hankins in there. Absolutely. Yeah. So if he's your starter and then you've got a couple guys, Gallimore, um, you know, Bohanna, you've got these guys as, as rotational that's not so bad. If they get Hankins, I think that is their plan at one technique. Is that's it. We're, we're good there. Okay. Um, I think they like what they've seen from Oso Digizua. I think they believe he's going to be primed for another good year. I, I think he had a solid rookie campaign where he hit a bit of a wall, got tired. The next year, I think he, he improved. He was more consistent. Uh, he, he wasn't earth-shattering, but he, he was consistent. And then I think they, they believe that, all right, coming into year three, 
Osa should really be able to take the next level. And I think they, you know, they believe Chauncey Golston has the ability to rush from the inside at three technique. And, and you know, that's that's a position that Dan Quinn is a fan of. And, and if he gets in the draft and the right person standing, that's why they go in there and they get all these contingencies in places. They sure. go, okay, we're covered. So if a three technique pass rusher is the best player on our board, we can feel comfortable taking them because gotcha. we're not neglecting some hole over here. As we are about five and a half weeks or so away from the NFL's annual selection meeting in Kansas City, as of today, Bobby Bell, for you, the number... I can come back on this side of the table oh, now that the game's over. The, screen. Um, the number 26 overall pick in this year's NFL draft is who? Repeat the question. I was smiling for Scott. I know. I was trying to be professionally asking the question at the same time. Sorry. Um, the number 26 overall pick in your mind as we sit about Don five and a half Kincaid. weeks away from the NFL draft today based on what you believe is going to happen would be who? It, it, it obviously will change once we see the 30 visit list and once we get an idea of some of the chatter of who's going ahead of them and everything like that. Is there a name you want on that list that has to be on that list at 30 visit? Um, no, I mean, I, I think that there's, it's a deep draft. I, I don't think there's going to be anybody at 26 that were like, oh my gosh, how did this guy fall to us? Okay. Um, but I, if you're asking me who it's going to be, if I had to place money on it right now, I'd say Dalton Kincaid. Dynamic pass catcher. Kincaid or, honestly, maybe Luke Musgrave from Oregon State. Right, we've also heard that name as well, end. yeah. Do you have any qualms about the idea that rookie tight ends typically aren't known to produce in their rookie season, and that's kind of what they were hoping for? Um, no, uh, because I think that – I mean, look, this is an organization that's had a lot of success recently with young tight ends. Mm -hmm. Jarwin was undrafted, became a dynamic pass catcher. Schultz came onto the scene. Uh, Sean McEwen is a solid player. He's not like anybody's going to have him be a starter, but right. he's a solid rotational guy. And Ferguson and Hendershot had a lot of success as rookies. And so, Which means you have how many tight ends on this team already? Uh, well, I mean, three at the moment. Jarwin's gone. But I'm saying, but how many are currently on this team right now? Three. Three. Yes. Why am I drafting another one at 26? Because he's better than all of them. I mean, Best what, player available, KG. I, I like, mean, what, what are what are we what are we talking about? Like, but like if I tell you you can get the next Darren Waller in here to start for you next year, you're gonna say no because you have Peyton Hendershot. Well, That's right. I know that this tight end class is. That's pretty right? sweet how he dropped that interception or that pass in Tennessee right? and caused an interception. What are you doing right now? I'm just saying. I see what you're doing. Like, like I'm just I'm saying we're not. I'm not gonna My let Peyton Hendershot or Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson was just. George was a fallback even taking him. They did not – that was not their target. They just went, we got to get our guy now or there's going to be no tight ends. And th those guys are not going to stop me from taking a really good football player. All I'm saying is the best tight ends in this league, George Kittle, uh -huh. Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, third and fourth round selections. You can find a game-changing tight end later in the fourth round. To me, there are other needs that are pressing that you could utilize at 26 because if you're telling me that Jackson Smith and Jigba – and Dalton Kikater sitting there at 26. Jackson Smith and Jigbo will not be sitting there. My, and my the tough is, thing about wide yeah. receiver is at the top, it's not. there's not a lot at or the top. Or even a Jordan Addison if he's there at 26. Which I don't think he will be because, again, there's only yeah. so, so many top my, my caliber is, wide receivers that the for, for 25 teams ahead of you, yeah. someone will pick those few that are there. And then at that point, you will be reaching. And then me and you, KG, will be doing a show in which you will be talking about how the Cowboys did not utilize their assets properly <laughs> to take the wide receiver that you wanted them to take instead of Don Kincaid. I just, I just want to mark this moment, and I want to go back and listen to it when – 
KG is is tweeting up a storm. That's about, right. Dalton Kincaid, get mm-hmm. him. To, he needs to be on the All Pro team as a rookie. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yep. I, I can't wait. I reserve the right to be wrong. I'm just <laughs> saying there are other opportunities I think to utilize number 26 on. But hey, here's the thing. It's here's, 26. Here's, here's, it's not six. I understand that. Here's my condition. If you go get DeAndre Hopkins, we know it's not going to happen. But if you go get DeAndre Hopkins, you go sign Odell Beckham Jr. Both of them? One of the two. Oh, okay, I was about to say. Hell you of a squad you're putting together. Hey, might as well. Uh, if you get one of those two guys, go have at it. Go get your pass catching tight end. Go get your whatever. Just get me a quality wide receiver. See, I I totally disagree. If you already went out and invested in Odell Beckham Jr. and DeAndre Hopkins, I'm not saying, well, go get you another passing weapon. No, at that point, I'm saying, well, no, go address other things. You, but you want you want another tight end? You said the tight end is better than the other two that you got right now, right? Right, so but that, it's, it's, the same, it's, no, it's the same argument that there was against Kyle Pitts, which is when you've got a certain amount of touches, at that point you're just changing how the pie is divvied up. You're not expanding it. Oh, pie really sets him off. Don't use that word. Yeah, pie. 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 Another Anything pie. else What's on your favorite pie? Boston cream. Get out of here. What are you talking about? You asked, you asked me a question. I answered it. I knew a girl from Boston, too. How'd that right. work out? It was good. <laughs> we got to get you him. You sure? He hasn't you even sure? drank tonight. We got to get him you off sure? the air. Purdue pissed me off. This is All ruined. right. All right. That's our Dallas Cowboys insider, Bobby Bell. You got anything else on your heart before we wow. let you go? Just that I love you all. Love you, Bobby. There he goes. Our Dallas Cowboys insider, Bobby Bell. Good enough to join us here on the get right. We are live at the Eagles Nest. Yes, in sir. Fairly Dickinson taking out Purdue. Before you go oh. on, can I say? Uh-oh, what happened? Wow. These 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 the wings, wings are, are so good. They look good. <laughs> like I've been counting down. We went a little long in that segment, and I feel bad because I would be about four more wings deep right now. <laughs> let me tell you. We'll go around the association next in the get right. This segment on the fan is brought to you by Frankel and Frankel. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. The consultation is always free. Visit truckwreck.com. It's the get right. We're Reggie KG on 105 through the fan live at Eagles Nest in Eagles Fort Worth. Eagles Nest. 8455 Boat Club Row. Come hang out with us until 11 o'clock tonight. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Come get you to something to sip on, man. All right, everybody who's in the building, let me know. The drink's good? Ah, doesn't sound that good. Let me know for real. The drink's good? There you go. Listen to the people. $7 Irish mules, $6 car bombs, $5 green teas. Man, we're having a good time out here. At Eagles Nest. Drinks flowing on St. Patrick's Day. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey. And the Odyssey app, the truckred.com, text on 877-881-1053. We're about to go around the association here in just a moment as the Mavericks get ready to take on the Lakers in Tinseltown tonight. I'll let you know who is and who isn't playing for your Mavericks as they take on Anthony Davis and company in Los Angeles. But we appreciate you joining us on also YouTube and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan. Can't want to thank Bobby Bell for joining us live here at Eagles Nest last segment. Our Dallas Cowboys insider. You can follow him on Twitter at Bobby Bell TX. Coming up next segment, Zach Walchuk and Eric Chiafalo are going to be joining us from the G-Bag Nation. Eric hasn't even eaten any of my wings yet. I he appreciate it. He hasn't him. eaten the wing, taken a drink. He hasn't done anything yet. He will, I'm sure, very, very soon. I think he's waiting to get off air. Oh, yes, before, yeah. he, uh, before mm-hmm. he starts consuming. Yep consuming product and we got some we got some cool shirts here they got texas a&m on them if you want one of those you better get out here soon if mm-hmm. you're driving around the metroplex this is the place to be 8455 
Boat Club Road. That's right. In Fort Worth. Go ahead and type that into your GPS. Come say what's up to you, fellas. The Fairleigh Dickinson University Knights have taken out the Purdue Boilermakers. They the Knights? Yes, they are the Knights. I learned that today. A historic upset as Fairleigh Dickinson, the 16 seed, takes oh, out oh. the Purdue Boilermakers. What is that noise? Uh, 63 to 58 in Columbus, Ohio. Only the second time in NCAA tournament history has a 16 seed taken out a number one in the round of 64. Fairly Dickinson doing the honors this time around as they take out Matt Painter and company, the number one seed, Purdue, out of the NCAA tournament. How deep you had him go? Oh, you don't have a bracket. I can't even ask you that question. I don't do recreational anger. Don't yeah, do you recreational do. Yeah, anger. you do. Surely do not. Uh, Rigo, let's go around the association here on the get right. As the last time a number one seed was taken out, UMBC took out Virginia. Unserious. The thing is, though, Virginia, the very next year, what did they do, Reg? They won a title. They won the national championship. They brought it back around, though, and lost in the first round, so I appreciate them. So that means Getting back to basics, you that know? Purdue is winning the national championship apparently next good year. Good luck. Right? Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. You can put it in the bracket. I won't. No, I'm definitely not doing that. The Dallas Mavericks will have the services. They will have the services of Kyrie Irving Let's tonight. Let's go. W. Kyrie Irving is going to play and make his return for the Dallas Mavericks. He had been dealing with right foot soreness. Also, Tim Hardaway Jr., the THJ experience, is also back tonight. He had been dealing with a left calf contusion. Both of those gentlemen will be available tonight against the Los Angeles Lakers. JaVale McGee, a right, right ankle sprain, is a game-time decision. Markeith Morris... Left knee soreness has been downgraded to out. So Luka Doncic and Markeith Morris not playing tonight. JaVale McGee, a game-time decision. But Kai is back for the Dallas Mavericks, and they will need him tonight as they take on the Los Angeles Lakers. As we look at the NBA standings, the Western Conference is as tight as it gets. As right now, you look at the West, the Dallas Mavericks are the eighth seed. The Los Angeles Lakers are the ninth seed right now. Both of those teams would be in the play-in as we stand today. So a big one tonight, Reg, in Tinseltown between the Mavericks and the Los Angeles Lakers. Very excited for it. I mean, this is a, a Lakers team that, man, they can hoop now. Since the trade deadline, they have made themselves a competent basketball team. And so it'll be interesting to see at least giving yourself a chance as the Mavericks with Kyrie Irving back uh, on the court to get a win and stop some of the bleeding, mind you. Like, this is a team that, again, we discussed not so long ago, maybe a couple weeks ago, as a team that was vying for home court advantage. And now they're in, you know, in the depths of the play-in tournament should the season end right now. So they really need to try and see if they can claw themselves at least up to the shelf of the play-in where you only have to win one to get in. Because uh, the other alternative is being a 9 or 10 seed and any loss sends you away from the play -in, or the playoffs. And that is not a good place to be after just now bringing in Kyrie Irving. So the Mavericks, who right now sitting in the Western Conference as the eighth seed with a record, of course, of 35-35, and 35, looking to take out the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. Going to check here to see if Anthony Davis is going to be playing. As you looked at the Lakers' initial starting lineup going into tonight, it did not have Anthony Davis in it, but he is warming up on the floor um, and will be available, it appears, for the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. Uh, we'll see what happens there also other news in and around the association ben simmons and clutch sports have mutually agreed to part ways 
uh, Ben Simmons, no longer part of Clutch Sports, according to ESPN's Ramona Shelburne. Of course, Clutch had negotiated Ben Simmons' $177 million deal extension that he did with the Philadelphia Eagles, excuse me, the Philadelphia 76ers back in 2019. They are no longer going to be working together. Simmons needing a fresh start, according to a source. From who? Around Simmons. From who? Sounds like both needed a who? fresh start. Nah, this is a, we realize that there is no more money to be made out of this player, so this this relationship does not make sense to it, at least in my estimation. Ben Simmons is on his, how many teams? Second team? And it feels like his third team, and he has just been in these places where he has not been willing to shoot. He has not been as, he's not been very useful, particularly because he can play defense, but offensively it's hard to, you know, utilize him in an offense. And the luster of being a high draft pick, of being one of the players that has looked at as a star, is entirely gone. And all you have is this player that seems somewhat broken and does not also does not seem like he is capable or willing to try and do the things that would make him useful to a basketball team. No, nah, man, I don't see teams going out of their way to go and get that guy. Like, what's the upside? And what's, what is the percentages that you actually hit the upside? It's tough, man. And I think he has put himself in the place where he is now almost exclusively a potential role player. And that's not that's not what really uh, Clutch is here for, especially not um, with that relationship. So, yeah, no, I think that's, that's, that's tough. I hate to say it because, again, that's a dude who has so much talent still within him. But for, for one reason or another, he has not been willing or capable of, like, uh, tapping into it, and it's a shame. Speaking of Clutch, LeBron James is not close to a return from his foot injury, of course, has been out since February 26th, uh, was suffering a injury in his foot. The Lakers, their next official update is expected next week. Uh, not expected to be one where it is him close to returning at all for this team. The Lakers are 5-4 and four since James was injured, of course, hurting that foot against the Dallas Mavericks in Dallas that particular Sunday afternoon Brian Windhorst of ESPN reporting that information because of course Brian Windhorst would report that information about LeBron James stinks for them but the one thing you can say is this team has proven especially with Anthony Davis deciding to actually be the Anthony Davis that people anticipated when he was traded to the Lakers that they could be some level of competitive um, amongst real teams that matter and that are, are taken seriously the tough thing about it is the idea of just get a sense of determinant and maybe we can make something happen hinged upon uh, LeBron James making his return. So the idea that he's not close has got to be uh, really discouraging for them as a team. But, hey, man, they might be able to get in here and make some shake as a six or seven seed and maybe play a competitive first round. But without LeBron, that is, that is no longer an opportunity to go and try and stun somebody in the playoffs, not, uh, at least not as, I, as far as I'm concerned. Some college basketball news in the, as we go around the association from a former NBA head coach. I don't know how many lives Rick Pitino has, but he keeps finding them because he is about to become. <laughs> he does look like the undead, doesn't he? Yo, uh, Rick Pitino is set to become the next head coach at St. John's. Uh, this coming from John Fanta of Fox Sports that St. John's intends to hire Rick Pitino as its next head basketball coach. So... I guess congratulations as uh, Patino's Iona Gales lost, of course, to UConn tonight in the first round of the mm -hmm. NCAA tournament. They got drugged by UConn by 24, and now Patino is moving on, getting back to where he is uh, likes to be, which is 
near the spotlight of college basketball. Man, St. John's ain't been near the spotlight of college basketball in a minute. <laughs> My point is, it's a, it's a name, it's a program of significance. St. John's is it? Is it though? Yeah, shout out to Mike Jarvis, man. Remember Mike Jarvis, longtime head coach at uh, St. John's. No, know? no, wow. I don't. No. For the, for the purposes on, of this point, Mike no, Jarvis, yeah. no, I don't. Uh, no, this is the thing about it. It's like this was obviously Rick Pitino was one of the larger than life characters and names in this sport. And with all of the negativity that has been around him, and that is the nicest possible way I could say that, and giving him a lot of benefit of the doubt, which he does not deserve, he has ended up in a place where he was largely unhirable. And there, he's basically just existing in that world where it's like, hey, man, stay you know, let the block cool down and see if you can be hireable in more places. And this becomes that reascent. It's kind of actually stakes that you have a dude who has that much on him that, like, people are willing to just with time bring him back around. However, that's how it works. And St. John's is the next step. More power to you. They'll probably be good at basketball because, of course, that's the <laughs> thing that he does. That's your trip around the association right here on the Get Right. We're Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. We are live at Eagle's Nest in Fort Worth. Good NCAA food. tournament night. Good food, good drinks, good times tonight on this Friday night on this St. Patrick's Day on the night where the Mavericks get ready to take on the Lakers and NCAA tournament play continues. Coming up next, of the G-Bag Nation, Eric Chiafalo, Zach Walchuk, they join us next on The Get Right. Back here at Eagle's Nest, live. There we are. There we, we got go. some Shatner in there. Th that's that's hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Eagle's Nest. That's right. That's right. Live in Eagle's Nest in Fort Worth. Woo! Make some noise if you're in the building. It's a nice Friday night on the St. Patrick's Day. Let's go. Fairly Dickinson. It's been full since we got here, man. It has been. It has been. Shout out. Everybody having a good time, too. Hey, man. Oh. We we got the party over here? Oh, oh. it's a whole party. Okay, oh, so. We got beads. Oh, we got beads? Oh, there's beads. Oh, fantastic. Hey, yes, very man. nice. Very nice. Harley she Davidson working on this St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my gosh. Yes, ma'am. All right, so if you can't tell, that's Eric Chiafalo, uh -huh. Zach Wolchuk of the right. G-Bag Nation. I'm about to take my headset off and go party with them while y'all do this radio that show. That was like oh, a hell wow. of a time. Oh, wow. Right? There, you know what I mean? Wow, wow. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. As uh, the NCAA tournament continues, about 45 minutes away from tip-off in Tinseltown between your Mavericks and the Lakers. As Zach Walchuk during the break tried to convince me, Kevin, relax. A tight end at 26 is the best way to go if there is one available, to which I say, why, Zach Walchuk? I, I've studied a lot of this draft class. I've seen now. Well, first of all, let me, let me give yeah, you, put let, your yeah, let, let me give yeah, your flowers yeah, real quick, yeah, yeah. man. Shout out to you. You've been crushing it on the draft show. Thank you. Yourself, Kyle Yeomans, Aisha Morrison, Brian Broaddus, our Super Bowl winning scout. Uh, Y'all been crushing it so far, man, giving all the people what they need, all the information to be able to drink it and eat it and all the way until the NFL draft. So shout out to you for handling your no, business. I, on, I appreciate uh, that. DallasCowboys.com. They make it easy. I mean, we're working with great people, but I've seen about 16 of these receivers, 12 of the tight ends. And I just well, welcome to the Tank Dell hive, by the way. Yeah, oh, oh, Tank <laughs> Dell is special. He's special, and people are going to say, "Is he Cavante Turpin?" Because you look no, at the better. you look at the height and the weight, very similar. He's much better than Cavante Turpin. He is a speed demon. This guy, and I don't want to I don't want to oversell this because you put this name you put this name out there, you're kind of putting him in a bad place. He could be. He has a Tyreek Hill about him. All right. All oh, right. he's not that much of a speedster. Oh, no, yeah, he is. Oh, wow. Yeah, he is. Now, his 40 time, no. Yeah. But 
his game tape, you get the ball in his hands, yeah. that dude does special, special things. He's a much better route runner. Yeah, that's Turpin. the thing for me, and of course I say this because I watched a lot of University of Houston football, right. is that you don't get the, the feel that, oh, he's just a burner. He's just a dude who does everything. In fact, for like the entirety of two seasons, Tank Dell existed as the entirety. And I do mean entirety of the University of Houston Cougar yeah. offense. And so, like, that gravitas that he holds is what just makes me love him as a no, football you're, player. You're spot on. And for those, I'd say, because I talked with Brian about it, and he's like, man, you know, as a scout, as a crusty. You know, I'm not. You have <laughs> Brian, these 5'8", 5'90 five, 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 guys, 5'8", five, 5'9 five, five, guys, and they're like 170 pounds, right? In his day, his time, they're not taking those guys. Oh, he he, he did the his day, his time. Yeah, back oh. back when he was relevant. Oh, he back, his back, time did Back him. when we were stacking five and 11 Damn, seasons, you know. he his time did him. Oh, man. No, Brian's my guy. I love, I love him. I love him dearly. But he's been, he got he's been trolling us big time. That's got, the first time I've heard some somebody back. his time, Brian Broaddus, on this day. So He'd be the first to admit hilarious. that to you. But would, the difference yeah. is you got a lot of undersized receivers in this class. And Tank Dell, two years ago, if you watched him against Cincinnati, he played Sauce Gardner. He played Kobe Bryant, who was a draft pick of the Seattle Seahawks really and started good. the yeah. entire year at corner for them. Wait, his name was what? Kobe, yeah, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. They named him after Kobe. Wow. His okay. parents did. Okay, I thought it was a wow. Okay. But Tank held his own. Tank did well against both those guys, and he switched sides and played against them both. So, for me, I'm not worried about it. I just don't think that you're going to have one of the top four receivers slide to you at 26. And if they want to add a pass catcher, and it seems like they're going to be stubborn and not make the DeAndre Hopkins move, I don't even know if they're going to go with an OBJ. I think we can cross out the Broncos receivers as well because, to your point, I was listening to you guys driving in, they need it to be perfect for them, right? Yes. They, they don't want to give overcompensate in their thinking, right. even though I don't think you would be. Uh, a tight end might be the best way to add a resource to your offense as a, patch, a pass catcher. I get your point about mid-round tight ends, but this is a unique class where I think you got some bona fide studs that you could take at the top. And a TJ Hawkinson was a guy that went in the first round, and now you've seen him be able to flourish. So it's not like you can't take a tight end in the first round and they're automatically going to be a bust. I think they can be okay with taking one at 26. Big picture draft question for you guys. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, when there's a, a weapon skill position player and his initials are TD, does he immediately bump up two, three rounds without <laughs> even having watching him? Like, if, if he's a third-round talent, but he's he's got TD as his – Well, Tank Dell's a walking TD, I mean, as too. long as he's scoring, I mean, you know, I, could, I could get down. Our guy that. had 14 touchdowns in the last nine games last year. Wow, magnet for the end zone. Yeah, like magnet for everything. I, I'm not joking when I say he was the entirety of the offense. No, you're right. And I say that, not, I don't say that lightly, and I, I feel like now I'm just doing the Tank Dell segment. I apologize for those who <laughs> do not care. Um, I'm surprised it's not Deuce Vaughn the way that you love him. Love Deuce Vaughn. Love but Deuce. That, that one feels a little bit more obvious. The Houston, I got to let y'all know the about Tank loose. Dell. Yes. No, Tank Dell, two seasons ago, not this past season, but the year before, he was the entire offense, and then that was out of necessity. Like, they just did not have the talent. They went into the transfer portal and brought in probably about three wide receivers, and I was like, okay, so this will even out. And then you look up, it's like, no, it's still Tank Dell, which I was like, oh, okay, so this means something, right? Like, this isn't just a dude who has found his niche, ran up against certain matchups. Like, this is a dude that is really, really good. And I always had some concerns because, again, he's like 5'8", yeah. right? And I was like, oh, maybe that does not translate. But I've just been really heartened by talking to all the draft evaluators that we have the, the fortune of being close to 
and everybody's been like, oh, no, this Tank Dell thing is for real. So that just makes me happy. Low man wins, right? Isn't that the rule? Absolutely. And, and another kid that's not getting enough love, and, you know, Eric went into the metrics with him, and, and Eric and I got to see him a lot in high school, and you watched him in Oklahoma. So even though, I mean, you might not have watched his tape, you saw him plenty, but it's Marvin Mims. Sure. It's, it's Marvin, Marvin Mims. Mims, baby. Out of Oklahoma and oh, Frisco Lone Star. Yeah. I've got Mims as my wide receiver five right now. Is he a little smaller than what the, what, the way that he plays? Yeah, I feel like he's, he's a contested ball catching mofo. Is he's what he he's is. five eleven, yeah. But the, the thing is, he doesn't play small, and people are worried about. Okay, is he going to get jammed against bigger press mm. corners at the line? Hey, my offensive coordinator should be smart enough to get him in, get him in movement, and, and allow him to get free releases. Amen like, to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come but, on. But he's so shifty with his footwork, and he's so crafty at the line of scrimmage. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to be just fine. The guy I'm more worried about is Jordan Addison. Ooh, because he ain't even athletic. Yeah, he just he but just he catches does but he catches everything. Yeah. Jordan Addison's an outstanding route runner, and we're talking about the wide receiver at USC. But it, I watched him against uh, Rajon Wright, Nashawn's brother at Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Rajon's not as as big as Nashawn. He's six foot two, but he's also a big, long press corner. He worked Jordan Addison all day in that USC Oregon State game. It was not a good look for Jordan Addison. You know, one of my funnest, uh, one of the funnest things about this draft season is Walchuk and Broadus, their differences in the way they see some of these wide receivers. Yeah. That's been the funnest thing to this point, and it'll be fun to look back and everything and see and, and see what order they get drafted in and, like, yeah. how the league kind of views them. But that's been the one position because, I mean, a lot of this stuff is, yeah, this guy's badass, this guy's badass, our rankings relatively similar. Mm-hmm, right. But their wide receiver groups look fairly different. Broadus would have something to say about our, Jordan Addison disdain. Oh right yeah, now, he loves he loves Jordan yeah. Addison. That's his wide receiver one. I think part of it is we get so enamored with physical traits when it comes to certain positions. I think wide receiver is one of those where we look for the 6'2", 6'3", 220, can run 4'4", four, four, those kinds of things. But then you got a guy like Devontae Smith, 5'11", catches everything. Strong. Terrific. Strong. Right, yeah. but he's skinny, right? So they were scared about that. I think, yeah. I think we need to change our perspective because yeah. I, I don't see this trend stopping where you're going to have a lot of smaller, quick, skinny receivers that are coming out into the draft. And scouts have been doing this a long, long time where it's, man, previous years, this doesn't fit the mold of the body type of the receiver we want. I think we need to be more open-minded. What does the tape tell us? And to me, it says Marvin Mims is going to be fine. I get the question marks about Jordan Addison. And I also think Tank Dell... I'm not comparing him to Kevontae Turpin. I think he's much better. All right, so as we've basically turned this into a draft segment, I'm just going to lean all the way in. I apologize. And, no, that's no, my no, fault, good. That's all good. Can no, I at least good. shout out uh, Jay Wright for being a handsome hey, silver hey, body? Hey, absolutely. Hey, hey, hey. And, and we got to shout out Tolo Julie, who is an outstanding Tolo. Gosh, she loves Tolo us. Julie. How about her, man? Such a milf. Right. Right. You ain't kidding, Okay. Dog. I mean, you're not wrong. You just oh, don't have to say it. That's sweet 817. Man, I love the four. This is my four favorite people on the fan. I got the station with the nosebleeds, Yay. and they brought in the perfect duo Let's to go. keep the torch burning. No, oh, you, guys, you guys have been sweet. killing it, boys. Crushing it, man. Shout out to the Jet Right. Are you kidding me? Appreciate it's been y'all, badass, man. dude. Thanks, I love man. this. And you guys are, you guys got a remote. We never got a remote. What's the deal? You guys are getting to party on the, on well, the road know, at well, Eagles well, and Essie well, and Walchuck. You know when you're the number one night show in all of BMW nighttime radio. There you go. There are certain things that come with that. You just put it on the table. That is a fair point. All right. And I'm admiring it. I'm looking at it here. It's impressive. All right. 
That's, he, I, he set it up for me. I had to. I did it <laughs> it's him. impressive. Okay, but while we talk about you know the numbers and the the metrics and the physical traits, numbers. I see four Irish car bombs. All right, for us right now. I, I, I'm going to do name. something that I'm so going so to regret. I, as you can tell, I was trying to set up Anthony Richardson, but you know what? I love No, I'm sorry, Anthony Richardson. Give us no, no, no. Let's let's talk about these car bombs. Like, what are y'all making? What are y'all going to make me do here? And yes, I'm using the word make. Okay, so in honor of in honor of the death of the Purdue Boilermakers, we're about to shove a shot into some beer and pound it. Right. So a car bomb is a pint of Guinness, and it is a shot Only of, $6 for that thing, mind you. I know. It's a great deal. Shout out to Tolo Eric, by the way. It's a shot of... Chef Eric. Jameson. Oh, pastry chef Eric. Yeah, that's right. Pastry chef Eric. And Bailey's Irish cream. They catering a birthday party. <laughs> you drop the about. shot in, and boom, that's Appreciate the bomb it. aspect of it. They're absolutely delicious. Let's bomb some cars together, I bro. love them. I, I, don't say that. Whoa. Not, don't whoa, say that. Whoa. Me and you look different. I Relax. will get stuck on the way yeah, home. Be careful. I was talking to Walchuk in particular. You got that security. Yeah, he also will be in trouble. You're you're just yeah, walking around with privilege at this point. Solo like, mission. You're doing a lot. How close should my finger be to the dump button now? Uh, right on top of it. We, we got, got it. Yes. Here we go. You're yes. We got a minute me? left, and I'm still not safe. Same. One minute. We're Over here until time. 11 o'clock, Over boys. Time. That's a good We're point. here all night long. Oh, y'all are hanging out. So are you just going to do the show with me at this point? We're here for whatever you guys want to do. Fantastic. We're not here to step on your toes. Hey, look, that's he, also he got true. the starting five at home. You good? You can do whatever you want. He got kids. No, but it. this is this is work, honey. This is oh, work, oh, that's honey. how you this pass is, it off. This is work, this honey. Is work. Yeah, when I send her that Snapchat of me doing car bombs, I'm be like, hashtag work, baby. <laughs> She's like, work with these kids when you get home. That's right. Hashtag views from the office. <laughs> hashtag get your ass back to this house with these kids. That's right. No, no, no. We appreciate uh, Eric Chiafalo, Zach Walter. They're going to be hanging out with us uh, at least for the next hour or so here at Eagles Nest here in Fort Worth as the NCAA tournament continues after the upset that was Fairleigh Dickinson taking out Purdue. The Dallas Mavericks tipping off with the Los Angeles Lakers in about 35 minutes. So plenty more to get to here on the get right. Coming up next, though, here on the get right. And before you tease, I just yes. want I want it to be known by our audience. One, yes, yes you can hear how much fun we're having. Yes. Two, you can't hear that Eric Chiafalo was eating wings smooth through that segment. I don't he's a smooth, pro with this. Completely. I don't know how he's he's he ate that whole while he was talking, he was I don't eating. know how he has entered a professional eating contest at this point. With all the multitasking and all the things he's capable of doing. The MVP of the segment was KG, obviously throwing things Walchuk's <laughs> way. Yes, yes, that's right. In a way that allowed me to well, understand. Well, I know I can keep housing these wings. Yeah, take, down, take down the wings. Thank you, KG. You got it, man. Coming up next here on the Get Right, eight questions coming out of NFL free agency that has to be answered. We'll try to answer them next on the Get Right. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 